When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Planet Talk podcast. We are your hosts, Gerald Trinidad and Vienna Ortiz. This podcast is your favorite place to talk all things planners and planner-related conversation. By listening to Planner Talk, you'll get practical and actionable strategies for planning while paired with conversations about hot topics in the planner community, interviews with shop owners and influencers, and tips on business and following your passion. This podcast will always give you the dose of good conversation, practicality, realness, and motivation you need to be your best self. Welcome back to the Planet Talk podcast. My name is Jared L. Trinidad, and I'm here with my host, Vienna Ortiz. And today we have a very special guest. It is the Honey Bee Shop. If you don't know her, her name is Shan Hallbrook. She is amazing, guys. She has 33.5K followers on Instagram. She's the owner of the Honey Bee Shop and the owner of the Babe Box. And she is a planner OG guys like she has been in this community through so many changes that we've had over the years she's amazing you guys you will love this episode and I cannot wait for you guys to hear what she has to say Shannon thank thank you so much for being here welcome we're so happy to have you (laughs) I'm so excited to be here and truly honored that you guys reached out to me to be on this episode Yay. Okay. We're so happy. So I do have an icebreaker question, which we kind of talked about this a little bit before we started recording, but um, we know your hobby is gaming. And so we wanted to know what like your favorite games were and why maybe like top three favorite games. Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah. Number one is most certainly Fortnite right now. Um, But that's because I literally have like a whole crew who plays with me my best friend, Cindy from McQueen P. My husband plays with me, my brother-in-law, my sister gets on and it's just a really good time. It's kind of like spending time with the family. Um, And I also love playing Sims 4. I love the creativeness and how you basically like you can decide what kind of gameplay you're going to do. Like if you just want to build a house, you're just going to build a house. Or if you actually want to play, you know, your actual character and stuff. I really like the, just the change up for that game. And of course, Animal Crossing, since it came out last year, um, I have been picking it up, dropping it down, picking it up, dropping it down. And it feels like that game that has kind of stuck with me, even though I don't play it every day, I kind of, you know, find myself coming back to it. I love that. I love that you game. Like, I just, I mean, we all love planners for sure, but just right. knowing like our hob- our little side hobbies. Mm-hmm. So we talked about <laughs> this a little bit and if you're okay sharing, um, you said you were on Twitch. So like, do you mind sharing about that and how yeah. people can Absolutely. Yeah. So I started streaming um, when the pandemic hit last year when I was like, what can I get myself into? And of course, um, I'm a huge TikTok watcher. Like I probably watch TikToks as much as I do my business. Um, (laughs) And I found that people were like building these PCs and me being a graphic designer illustrator. I'm like, whoa, I could use this for my business because my computer's about to crap its pants. And 
being I've always been a console gamer so I've always played on the Xbox and then I was like wait you can play video games on the computer I knew I could play Sims but I didn't know that you could play like Fortnite Grand Theft Auto like all these different games so I ended up um buying the PC and then I just became a hobby on you know really becoming a somewhat like gamer babe like I had the whole setup and uh you know have decorated my room with all the things that I love and yeah, I stream. I you can find me at Honey Prism on Twitch. Uh, I'm a little here or there. Like you can find me sometimes. I might not be there the next week, but I do have a Discord too, where it's a lot of us planner babes um, hanging out. And um, I'm sure y'all could probably throw that in the show notes somewhere, or even just check it out on my Instagram. I'm pretty sure I have it in my little call to action link on there. But um, luckily, I've been blessed to have the planner community come over and hang out with me there too. So and also discovering some new people who didn't even know what planners or, you know, stickers were. So it's been a lot of fun on that journey. And last month, we just hit Twitch affiliate. And I feel like I've been (laughs) working on it forever. But um, yes, it was a lot of dedication. I had to dedicate my time um, because of their requirements and stuff. And I've just had the best time getting to know people and play video games you know (laughs) love that thank you so much for sharing that because of course I know there's a lot of gamers in the in the planner community but nobody really talks about it Mm -hmm. and I feel like video games can take a lot of time and I we kind of have to plan that that time in our planners seriously (laughs) absolutely it will eat up a lot of your time I'm sure you know this right yes I, Um, I was actually just telling my, my best friend, Cindy from the Queen P, and I was just telling her every time from like 12 to 3 a.m. That's normally when we play video games. I write like Fortnite with Cindy in my planner, but I told her I just need to write it on Monday and drag the arrow throughout the week. Like, because I know that's where we're going to be in between like the hours from like midnight until 3 a.m. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love that so much. Now, let's go back a little bit. Now, how did you find the planet community? So I was like other people stumbled across it. Like it wasn't necessarily like a thing I was really searching for. I've always been into stationery, um, especially like Japanese stationery and having all the cool little highlighters and stuff from being an artist as well. Like I loved stationery. Um, So I was scrolling on Pinterest and saw this Erin Condren planner like decorated out with stickers. And I was like, wait, I'm about to go in college. Why not, you know, get me a planner? And um, I actually ended up watching so many YouTube videos and then like dove my, it was a rabbit hole. I know I'm not the only one who has experienced this rabbit hole. Um, And I fell quick. I fell so quick. So I used to be employed at Kroger when I graduated high school and I got fired. And (laughs) um, like a week later, I had $75 in my bank account. And I was like, you know what? I think I should spin it on an Aaron Gondren planner. <laughs> so that's when like all this happened in between that like one week. And I actually started designing up stickers for myself in Microsoft Word because I didn't have no more money to buy stickers. So I was printing it out on copy paper, already cutting up. Mind you, haven't even received my planner yet, <laughs> but I'm like already thinking about what I'm going to do with it. And then I'm wanting to say it was two weeks later, I opened up my business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I opened up my business as a printable what? shop. Yeah. I love that. You <laughs> totally went for it. I went so hard. <laughs> like, so hard. I love it. 
That's so good. You guys, I have been such a fan of Shan for the longest time because her, her message just really has spoken to me for so long and your brand encourages a community. It encourages, you know, community building, girl power, or, you know, whatever type of power, <laughs> empowerment. And, oh, I just love that. So what can you say is the inspiration behind those designs and the message? Like, why is that so important to you and your brand? So I have always thought that like kindness and togetherness just goes so far. And I think it takes so much more energy for me to be nasty to someone or dislike someone or, you know, cause just not togetherness, not community to someone than it does for me just to be kind. Um, and I really think my designs and who I am and my morals behind my brand comes from my life experiences. High school, I was bullied. You know, I, I'm a little chunky, like chunky babe over here. And, you know, I was very... Um, emo. I was very, very emo in high school. So of course, you know, I had some judgment coming my way. But when I found that community, it's like, you kind of find value in yourself in a sense. And since my designs and stuff come from my life experiences, I like my messages to be like, what could I tell myself when I was a teenager? Or what could I tell myself when I was a kid? And even what could I tell myself a year ago, a month ago, because you know, we're growing at such fast paces. And I feel like life is just, you know, a really good experience. And so I like to kind of stay inspirational and stay, you know, like um, a little sneaky peek in July, we're having um, for our babe box, it's called Hot Babe Summer. And it's all about body positivity, because I like to share that message. Yes. And yes, and then of course, our June babe box is called Grace. And that's just, you know, we're, I'm not saying the pandemic's over, but we're getting closer you know, I'm not no doctor, no scientist, nothing, but we've had this long year <laughs> and I know a lot of people have felt I should have been doing this. I should have been doing that or, you know, have kind of felt lost in this last year. And I really just wanted to remind people, you know, give yourself grace. You're allowed to take time. You're allowed to feel the feelings you felt this last year. So I really think my messages, my, you know, in my designs or just my brand statement is really just kind of like find yourself find these messages to kind of resonate resonate with you and my designs and I always try to make sure that I'm inclusive and diverse in my designs um because if you are listening and you're familiar with my illustrations my babes they are chunky but funky they got some curves to them I try to change up the body size and stuff because us women like we're a million different sizes and I think that needs to be celebrated too I absolutely love your message. Um, we often talk about community over competition and empowering one another, but in your opinion, what does that really look like? So for me personally, and I, I tell this to when I have really big success in my business or like really big moments, like the last week, we had a huge success on our Fight Like a Girl collection. I always try to remember to remind people like, you do not have to buy any of my products to support me. You being here on my page, in my DMs, liking my photos, sharing my stuff, that's support to me. And I feel like in the community, I don't have to buy a shop stuff to support them. Um, you know, and of course, that's awesome support for me to go and purchase or for people to come and purchase from me. It's so appreciated. But I try to remember 
that like the interaction you get from the community is like the little nuggets of support when it comes to being that community over competition. And um, personally for me, there's, you know, brands that do stuff very similar to me because we're both illustrators. We're both doodle artists and I ride for them. I'm like, I love the stuff you do because you do it different than me but we're kind of similar in that sense. Like, I don't think that's something where we should butt heads because there is room for everyone here at the table to have a place. And also if you are thinking about starting a business and you're like, well, my art style is a little, you know, say someone's art style is very similar to mine. Well, find that niche, find that thing that kind of changes it up or, you know, do it your way. And I really, I really feel like the, community over competition it's like we all have a seat at the table anyone can do it no that's so great I love that I think that there was a point in time in the community where it maybe didn't feel that way it may be absolutely opposite and it was so scary to even I mean obviously coming you know from your opinion here to even just put anything out there sometimes Mm -hmm. because it was just like oh my gosh like what is you know how is this going to be you know um, re- received and mm-hmm. all of that. And so I love that we've taken kind of a turn and kind of a shift recently. And Absolutely. I think that you know, people like you, like you have contributed to that. And I think we just need to continue with that process and keep going. Absolutely. Oh, it's so important. You guys like, <laughs> we shouldn't be feeling intimidated in this community and it, no. it happened in the past. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I felt that I have felt that way before. And I feel like now it's a little different, you know, like with the community, it's different. And I, I think it's also hard because I know there is so many shops who put their heart and soul and also artists and like being an artist, like my art is my everything to me. It's a piece of me. And having that intimidation, like showing up and really sharing who you are through your art, or even just through your business it was kind of scary back in the day, you know, like, and I feel like it's still at times can be like, are people going to receive this the way that I intend it to? Um, And I think, you know, I think pushing past that takes a lot of skill and a lot of practice, but I think it's possible for everyone to really feel welcomed in the community. I, I don't, I have no doubt about that. Yeah, I love that. And I, I kind of was thinking something when you were talking before, your art is really a representation of, of you, in a sense that just what you're, what you want to bring, and you have such a unique, um, like a unique drawing, I don't know how to say, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, like, <laughs> like a style, a style. <laughs> yeah. I'm forgetting my words here. But um, is that is like, is that something that you've always drawn, like in your notebook or something at school? Or do you just come up with it one day? <laughs> interested in like the process of how you came up with these babes you know <laughs> yeah so I have been drawing my babes since I was in the eighth grade um they definitely looked a lot different back then I still have I need to actually like post on my stories like my sketchbook because I still have all my sketchbooks from childhood from high school um but they definitely looked a lot different my drawing style was a little bit more um what's the word I kind of more spookier a little grotesque in a sense I you know I was a weird kid but um now it's like I try to do a more fashion style because that's what I like these days I like you know fashion and you know I slap some tattoos on them because that's what I love and you know um but back in the day they were a little different but I have always done I think the signature thing for my babes are the eyelashes like they have no open eyes it's just the eyelashes the curves um and that has been very consistent throughout the years of me being an artist. 
So you've probably heard the term, comparison is the thief of joy. How do you keep yourself from comparing yourself to other, others, whether it be a shop or a person, et cetera? I, like I said earlier, it takes practice. Like, I feel like we're not just um, slapped on this planet knowing not to compare ourselves with everyone else. Cause I think even within personal life and business, um, especially, like I said, being bullied in high school and going out of high school and coming into this community, I had that thought of like, I'm comparing myself because I want to be, especially in high school, I want to be skinny. I want to be pretty. I want to, you know, this and that. And I think when it comes to the community, when I found out who I was, which again, takes time. And I know like you could, some people like don't discover who they are until they're 50 years old. But I think really honing in on who you are, what you want to show up as, what your mission is in your business. I think if you constantly focus on that and stop worrying about what everyone else's mission is, because your mission should be 100% different than the next shop's mission. Or even in when it comes to planner influencers too, like, you know, don't sit there. I mean, you can, okay. I'm not saying when it comes to planning, do whatever you want, but I'm just saying like when you're comparing, you don't have to sit there and copy sticker from sticker from someone. And cause it's not, that's not you, you know, you want to find your style, you know, and I really think reminding myself of my small accomplishments up to my big accomplishments helps me and remind myself like you did it. Like you did the thing, whether that is small in someone's eyes, it probably took me like mountains to get there in my eyes. And, you know, I think journaling really helps too. And of course we got all these pens, papers. I know everyone got at least 10, 10 notebooks on their shelf right now that they can whip open. So I think really just finding out like what you're wanting to do. And if use kind of use the comparison as not really a negative indicator, but how can I motivate myself if I do want to be in their position? Because it doesn't necessarily have to be copying them. You know, you could see someone running a very successful business and say, hey, I want to be there. I want to be able to provide for my family. How can I get there? What, are, what steps are they taking to get there? And then follow that suit kind of in your own way and really just kind of set goals instead of sitting there and being like, oh, I wish I could do that or, oh, you know, so I think changing the the topic of like comparing yourself to how can I motivate myself to accomplish these goals that they have accomplished it's probably the better outlook and it I still I still struggle with it I'm not gonna act like I don't struggle seeing you know these shops doing massive success and everything but I think also too being a shop owner and just appreciating that success and feeling it a different way I kind of, it's more of an admirable thing, an admirable thing, excuse me, than it is like, oh, I wish that was me. I kind of, I, I feel proud for them. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. When you were talking, um, it was, it seemed more of like, instead of comparing yourself to them, think of them as motivation. Absolutely. I just love that so much because it can be so easy to compare. I think we all do it. It's like human. Oh, nature. yeah. But I think it takes practice, like you said, to shift your mindset into, okay, like I can feel jealous or I can feel down about myself for what they're accomplishing or I can use it as motivation and just continue on my journey and so it's so powerful um, and such a great way to look at it I love that <laughs> okay so I have another question for you um, so we talked a lot about um, inviting an inviting culture and the idea of there being room for all of us 
how can we as a community cultivate that? I think that um, it kind of goes along with what you were saying before, more on an individual basis, but like as a community, what are some things you you think of when we're trying to make more of an inviting culture um, in the planet community? I think, um, really, I think it's the way that we kind of put these small businesses on like pedestal sometimes, um, you know, like it's, I think people forget that we're human. Um, <laughs> and I think kind of in making it inviting to where it's like, there is room for all of us is like that kind of like dropping the intimidation. And, you know, we see people posting like things about, you know, oh, this business did this and this did, like, and it might be like very minor, like this business took an extra week to ship out my order and, you know, this and that. That's, it's like, okay, we ain't Amazon. You know, like we are not Amazon. So it's like for the thought of there being room for all of us and allowing that, I think we also have to step back and like go to, you know, the kindness and togetherness thing. It's like, if we, if we banded together as like a community, like I feel like the thought process for other people wanting to create these shops or businesses would probably be a little bit more stronger. And it's like, if you look over, I've been in the planner community for six years. If you look at from year one to year six of how much we have evolved and all these brands and businesses, like what the heck was a washi cutter in 2015? Cause I didn't know her. Like, you know, there's so many, what are washi stands? Like there, we have evolved so much. And it's like, say you're some, you know, planner and you're like, oh my God, I have this brilliant idea haven't seen it. Okay. Well come take a seat at the table. Like it's for you. You know, we have, there's been so many cool products coming out and I guess washi cutter and washi like stands are one that kind of stick out to me because they're kind of more popular these days, but the date cover washi tape, I mean, I probably could go on forever. Like how different it is from 2015 when I joined to now, um, you know, just knowing that, okay, this person, said you know did a washi cutter or washi whatever well now you got to understand that people are going to catch on like it can't just be one shop selling something unless they have unless they have a copyright and like intellectual property listen we respect that we respect that around here but it's kind of the evolution of the planner community when it was 2015 everybody was making half boxes everybody was making full boxes so it's kind of like it in my opinion that's how I think about it is you know we have to allow companies to roll with the trends um, instead of calling them out for very small things. And I honestly, I don't see that happen as often anymore, which is freaking awesome. You know, especially when it comes to small things like that, I do think you should help like hold people accountable for things that actually matter. Um, like if people are being nasty or, you know, if their, their morals are kind of a little skewed up or anything, but uh, I think really allowing businesses to roll with trends as a consumer and a shop owner would really, really allow that true feeling of there's room for everyone at the table and kind of drop that intimidation, in my opinion. So this is totally not on the list, <laughs> but like you talk about, you know, developing your own ideas and really finding your place in this community. And you have truly like, I can look at all these different planner shops and I can look at stickers and be like, oh yeah, that's the honeybee shop. Like <laughs> you really like have made you yourself like your own. People can see which like 
you're your own style. Now, how do you stay inspired? Like, how do you keep on trend and staying like, cause I'm, I'm sure as an illustrator, an artist, that takes a lot of mental brain power <laughs> to be on top of these things. So how, how do you stay inspired and how do you keep up? For me personally, and kind of how I, we mentioned earlier about my message within my illustrations, um, I do not release something if I don't love it. Um, if I'm not here for it or like if it just didn't work out that way, I don't really, I don't like just throwing things out there. Um, and I mean, I probably have in the past, but nowadays when I get to pick and choose what I want to release, I really just focus on what inspires me. And that's tattoos. I, I feel like my artwork is very tattoo-esque. I say that a lot with my illustrations. Um, my babes are nine times out of 10 plus size because I am a plus size lady. Um, and the stuff that I release, I always try to say like, what would I use in my planner? Um, you know, what, what am I jonesing for in my planner life right now? And that's like with our June Babe Box, we have a scalloped B6 Traveler's Notebook coming out. And like two months ago, I was like, I want that. So I'm going to make that for the community, you know, like make that if I want it. And it's worked for me that way. If I want it, then other people seem interested too. Or, but I always just try to stay true to myself and only put my passion into my artwork and only put my, you know, heart into everything I do. And if I don't like it, I don't feel like it's worth my time. And I feel like that has definitely been a huge um, kind of like bonus in my success is like, you know, people know I like the spooky thing. So when Halloween comes around and even all year round because of our bat bows and stuff, like I release bat bow products all year round because that's what I love. And um, I think really just staying true to myself in my illustrations and being inspired by the things around me and my life experiences has really helped not only me really enjoy running my business and not experiencing much burnout, but also I have kind of created my own community in a sense. And um, I know that's, we we're talking a lot about community, but I think that's a, a huge thing is if you don't feel community, make your own, like, you know, just create your own. Um, and I think I've definitely been able to be blessed to have that opportunity and have that space in my corner of the internet and yeah <laughs> oh such a good answer I liked that little last bit where you said if you don't feel the community make your own and I think absolutely as businesses or as someone who wants to run a business they might wonder how to even start cultivating a community of their mm -hmm. own so what are some tips or things that you've done um, that you can look back on and say oh okay that was definitely this is so off script so I'm so sorry we're just like <laughs> you're so fine <laughs> but like I'm thinking of all these things as you're talking I'm like you have so much wisdom and if you look back what are some things that you've been like oh okay that was definitely a, a huge part in me kind of cultivating the community I have now I think being vulnerable has some kind of beauty to it. I think I've, especially being a planner business owner at a young age, kind of, I mean, my vulnerability has gotten me in some like, oh crap moments where it's like, I might've told the internet a little bit too much about myself, but I think being vulnerable and just showing up and being like, hi, this is me. You take it or you leave it kind of situation. It's like, you know, the people 
who want to stick by me and be a part of that will be a part of that. And, you know, you'll see like little infographics or um, things on Instagram where it's like, you're supposed to lose followers because some people just might, might not align with you in that time. Like you served them purpose then, and now you don't serve them purpose. And I think that's an, a thing to like, kind of get comfy with. Um, especially I know people come and go in the planner community. I mean, I'm here to die and here to stay, but you know, like I know some people, you know, they end up, it's a hobby and they end up, you know, leaving planner community. I think really for me, just showing up, being vul like vulnerable to my audience and, sharing not just my planner but my life it's like we're now on a friend level like you know about me you know my dogs you know my husband like I really think especially in the earlier days I saw it a lot more of my business was just me being me saying hey I'm Shan not just the honeybee shop but I am Shannon Holbrook I think that has allowed me to create my community because they might not be there for my stickers they might be there because of video games or because, you know, of the things I collect or, you know, and I feel like that it doesn't have, we don't have to say necessarily planner community. Cause I think we've definitely met friends. It's not just planners anymore. Um, and so in my community, I talk about everything. Like my Facebook group talks about, we just got started on collecting these mystery toys and now all of us are in there buying them up and stuff. And that to me is community and friendship. And I absolutely adore it. So I think just showing up, being yourself, sharing who you are can go so far when it comes to being a business owner. Yes. Thank you. Love that. <laughs> so good. Now I love that you have made your community like your friends you were just saying that and i'm kind of curious i know this is totally like random but you said mystery toys tell me about these mystery toys <laughs> okay so i like just the, the idea of something being a mystery really entices me and yes. i now have adult money and like <laughs> just like being in the toy it's like literally I'm a child at heart so I I score the toys like toy section often um and I came across these like rainbow high dolls and they're just like beautifully crafted in a sense like they're just so cute and they're kind of like spunky and a little different and I ended up like buying one and then on Instagram live I opened it up and then everyone's like oh my god you have to buy more and I'm like I know I have to buy more so we all ended like I bought I found them on super clearance got so lucky bought like 15 of them and then we opened them up on Twitch and it was such a good time though and then now everyone else is like wanting to buy them because they're so cute. They're adorable. Um, so I kind of, I, I try to find the mystery toys and they have those new like mini brands now. So where they're like little miniature items of like real life items. And I just, there's just something so cute about things being mini and it's the collector at heart. And I know a lot of us planner babes are collectors. <laughs> I mean, I, my Simply Gilded stash proves it. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I just, I like collecting the little mystery toys. And once I find one I like, I end up buying them, you know, every so often to kind of complete the collection and it's kind of hard to complete it. So it's kind of like a little goal and it's, it's so fun. Thank you so much for sharing. I was just curious, like, <laughs> what mystery toys? What, what is this? And I love this. And I'm hoping that our listeners can feel like just listening to you. If I didn't know any better and I went to go check out your shop your shop is 100% you. Like 
literally it's I, I see it and I and I think that's why so many people have followed you for years because you literally share a piece of your heart on online and it's just not everybody has that that talent to be able to do that because it's one thing sharing pictures of things that you like but it's another thing to share like you that's hard that's hard to do and being vulnerable in the way yes sometimes you know like I'm guilty of sh sharing too much in a past right but, uh, I should not share that because now people are going to remember that right like, now it's like I, I just love just your heart being out there and it's even showing here and hopefully our listeners can feel that listening to this podcast because I mean what a gem you are. I just, I just have <laughs> to say you. that. <laughs> Thank you. So that means so much to me. Yeah, and that's, no, seriously, that's really, that, that's my why. That's my why on why I run the honeybee shop. And it means, it means a lot when that's retaliated, I guess, I guess that's the word for it. It means a lot when that's seen and oh, my heart. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I feel it. It's so, oh, so good. <laughs> I, I am loving this so much. Yes, yes, I, I agree. Yeah, you already know this. <laughs> so question, because we're all here, we love planners, you know, all of that. So what planners do you use? What are you using? Like, how do you keep everything together? <laughs> so I actually just use a Hobonichi cousin. Um, I think it allows enough space for me. Um, I, of course, I bought, so I bought, they have like an April start one. And I, I'm, this is like brand new planner to me. I used to be in Stalogies. I'd go back in between like a B6 and a, I think an A6 because bullet journaling kind of has my heart. Um, I love being able to switch things up, especially being a business owner, not only of the planner shop, but our stationary you know, subscription box. That was a whole new thing to learn. Um, and I thought that allowed enough space for me, but I am digging my Honichi cousin. I am so in love with it. And since I bought it so late, I have, I think I have like the whole April, like not even planned through because it's a daily. I just use that as notes. Like that is now a note section to me. Um, and having as much room like it's a whole a5 sheet of paper having all that room plus the weekly just really helps me like stay on point keep up with my tasks and just be able to jot everything down and I'm also a huge I'm obsessed with fountain pens so like that kind of goes hand in hand so I think I might have found I don't believe in planner piece you'll never catch me saying that because listen planners are kind of like you know when people get obsessed with shoes and handbags it's like why not put on another pair like why not try something out and for me personally every planner that has a game across my desk I have been able to have a ball with it so um I, I think I'll be in this for a while but no promises <laughs> okay so you mentioned fountain pens and yes. there's a big fountain pen community now what is your favorite fountain pen so I actually have a I hope I'm pronouncing this correct. It's a Benu. It's like B-E-N-U. And it glows in the dark. It has like, I think I have actually have in my, I'm going to have to show you guys because it's <laughs> gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Um, and it's like my first babe box was personality crisis. And I bought it when I did personality crisis. And it's like everything. <laughs> I wish you guys could see. I know. Right I'm going to have to post it on Instagram. <laughs> Yes. Oh my goodness. It's so pretty. So the, you would, oh no, wait. Like Yeah. <laughs> 
And she was a pretty penny. I have never spent that much on a pen. I think it was like $85 and that's a lot of money to me. So, but the little, like the pink parts glow in the dark once you like put it in a light and turn it off. And I, it was like one of my rewards to myself when we opened up the babe boxes for the first time. And yeah, it has a special meaning to me too. Like things, any inanimate object that came into my life at a certain time that I have a memory connected to it. I'm like, yeah, you're, you're going to stay around for a while. (laughs) And normally that's stationary products. (laughs) I love it. Yes. Check out the stationary streamers on Twitch. I do. Because there's, they're all about fountain pens and and yes, it seems like it's pretty much up your alley. Yeah, absolutely. I (laughs) I love it. Absolutely. So do you only use just a Hobonichi to plan everything else? At the moment, yeah. <laughs> I also, I do use Google Calendar. I will say I do use Google Calendar, but everything you see in Google Calendar is also in my planner. Um, but I also, I was digging the good notes for a while too. I kind of switched over to digital planning there for a second. Um, but then I was like, nope, that's not my blood. That's not my blood. I have to, I have to whip out some stickers. This just don't feel right. Like after like three months, I was like, yeah, no, we're going to go back to our pen and paper. And I think just allowing myself to kind of do whatever I want in my Hobonichi, like finding that comfort in it really helps me getting stuff done instead of looking at it and being like, okay, I need each day to look perfect. And each day needs to have stickers slept all over it. And I mean, there'll be like one page that's absolutely beautiful in my opinion and then the next page is just like scribble scrabble like and that's just how you use it that's that's how you use your planner when you learn that it's not supposed to be perfect it's supposed to be a tool for you um and now I do I do keep at the shop a little perfect planner because I use like a b6 when I try to do like babe box stuff I'll like plan in an insert and I'm like, that's my perfect planner. If I want to get a little bit of like a eye orgasm from something, I look at that, I post that, you know? So I really just like the idea of having a non-perfect planner these days though. Oh my gosh. Yes, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me look busy. It makes me look busy. (laughs) So good. I love that. Now I have a quick question for you. How much time do you dedicate for drawing? Because since you are basically, you are the creator mm-hmm. and maker of, you know, the, the box and the shop, you're, you're, you're the main operations here. So how much time do you dedicate for that? Um, I probably on average about 20 hours a week solid doing illustrations and stuff. Um, now that it's, it's kind of give or take because sometimes I'm like, oh crap, a babe box deadline is coming up and I haven't even started on it. And then it's like, I kind of go in like power mode and it's like, okay, you got to whip out all this artwork. But that some weeks I could be designing for 60 hours, which just, that's my whole week worth of work. And luckily um, at the Honeybee shop, we do have a team. So I have people who work for me and I am able to really focus on my illustration and getting the babe box products developed because all the products you see in the babe box, the website, all that, that is all developed by me um, and all illustrated by me. But my team is the glue that keeps the honeybee shop together. Cause if it wasn't for him, if it wasn't for them, 
y'all wouldn't be getting orders. Nobody would be getting their bay boxes because you don't want, y'all don't want me packing an order. Um, back in the day when it was just me, I had emails upon emails like, Shannon, I'm missing this. I'm missing that. And my brain just can't stay focused that long. So luckily I have an amazing group of ladies who work with me so that I can spend those 60 hour work weeks just designing. And I think that's probably one of my proudest moments in my business was doing what I love, like what I really, really love and allowing to support my family as well. So I say in between 20 to 60 hours a week. <laughs> wow. Wow. But I yeah, mean, you love it. So it doesn't feel like that. Long exactly. Long. It's, it's like a hobby. It's just like planning to me where it's like, I'm so enjoying what's happening on this iPad right now. And just kind of, it's an emotional thing too, in my opinion. And for me as an artist, my art is emotional. And, you know, I think if you looked at the babe boxes throughout the years, you you kind of can see what I'm going through in a sense, kind of like a timeline for me. And I think that's a really, really cool thing to show off as an artist as well. That's so special. So good. <laughs> as we're wrapping up here, I did kind of, I was interested because you uh, your mom, she, she's talked a lot in your, uh, talked a lot about in your business, you know, you guys mm -hmm. work together and she's even created products and stuff. So yes, we're cool. And then obviously, you know, you're married. And so talk to us about like the people that are on your team and your family that helps and how, how that is like, that must be amazing. Oh, it's, it's one of the, it, it is the best feeling ever um, to have not only like a really rad family support system like they've always been supportive in anything I do but then kind of allowing them to support the honeybee shop because um you know we always my my mom wants grandkids from me and I'm like nope I already you already have a grandkid and that's the honeybee shop so you know I I really it's like a child to me so it's like when my family supports it it means the world to me so mama bee started working for me I'm wanting to say full-time about two years ago and she did do a little here and there when I was in my little baby stages of my business um, but now she is full-time I call her the assistant to my regional manager for little office fans out there she's like my little Dwight Schrute and um, my right-hand man like she she probably has so much to do over the last two years with our success in keeping me not only like a line, because my mother's obviously older, and she she really has helped pave a path for me to understand on how to run a business in a sense. Um, so, I mean, she does everything from order fulfillment to um, she loves her favorite thing to do at the warehouse is organize the warehouse. <laughs> She's a very like particular person, but if it wasn't for her, our warehouse, because of how I am, would be absolutely destroyed. We wouldn't know where anything is. Um, so, you know, she is really, really good at that and just a huge, huge rock at the honeybee shop and allowing her to also offer her own products and having that additional support from, you know, the people who support me and then seeing them like not only come to support me, but then to come support my mom, like that's the best feeling ever. And then, of course, I um, around the middle of the pandemic, my sister is a CNA, things started getting a little rough at her job because she has a daughter and she was like, 
I can't get COVID. Nobody, but she's also a single mother. So she's a badass woman. there. <laughs> and, you know, she was like, I can't get COVID. I can't do this. Like, what am I going to do? And I'm like, you're going to come work for me. Like, you're going to come work for me and I'm going to help take care of you and Ryan, my niece and everything. And um, she started working for me probably last I think it was like last September and now she offers products on the website. So I'm able to, you know, people come support me then support her. And that's just amazing. And, um, she now works, uh, part-time with us because she found a better job at a hospital, a lot safer these days. Um, so she's back doing that because her heart is in nursing, you know, so can't, I can't stop homegirl from doing what she loves. And even though we love her there. And then I also have brought on, my uh, mother's best friend, my second mom, Audra. Um, and she does a lot of the order fulfillment too. And then of course my dad, I always say, you know, he's the one who doesn't get paid um, because he does all my IT stuff. He's a very techie dad. And um, I'm like, yeah, uh, I don't have money to pay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I normally always take him out to lunch. He's just not on payroll, but, <laughs> um, and then of course my husband, he is, really one of the first employees of the honeybee shop and he was not paid whatsoever because when um he actually used to work with my dad and decided that that like wasn't the work he was wanting to do and I was like well I have something you can do you can sit on these silhouettes for about 12 hours and start cutting some stickers um so Chris really was a huge support and backbone in my business in the early stages too and helped me out tremendously but now he actually has taken on entrepreneurship and is a tattoo artist and owns a shop here in Bremen Georgia so he owns his own little tattoo shop and just the whole fam all of them are so supportive and when I think I might have mentioned it earlier when I brought on my family to support them and for them to support me, not only in helping me get orders out, but really wanting my business to grow. That is probably going to take it to my grave. The thing I am most proud about when it comes to growing the honeybee shop. So I'm super blessed to have them there. <laughs> I mean, it really does take a village. Like it, it, it does. And oh gosh, so awesome that you're able to to do that. It must be amazing going to work every day and just being surrounded by your it's, family. It's like, it's like not work. And it, I have never been more close to my mother and sister. Um, I mean, we see each other every day and I thought, oh God, I got to see my mom every day, <laughs> which of course I love it. You know, of course I love it. But in your head, it's like you move out. You don't want to see your mama every day, but let me tell you, it is this is the best time of my life. And I always like, I journal about it all the time when we have like really, really good days to where it's like, they show up for me. I show up for them all last week. They, my mother worked like 60 hours at the warehouse, making sure we were caught up. Like, I mean, it's, they don't have to do that. You know, like they don't have to bust their butts to do all this work and stuff, but they do because they support me and they want nothing but the best for me and finding people like that, especially when it comes to running a business is almost impossible. It's all, I mean, it's really like I just having that support. It's like speechless to me. I, I love it. I love it so much. And I love that I can see them every day. And um, it's now the honeybee shop is now a piece of everyone in my family. Um, and of course I have a pretty small selective family and, it is a part of them now and that to give that over and allow that space has just been again one of the proudest moments of my life 
So beautiful. So, so beautiful. Um, so the last question we have is, because I know that you, um, you have like a, I guess, what am I trying to say, an office, like a separate mm -hmm. office that you go to. Are you thinking like, what's, what's the future look like? Are you thinking brick and mortar? Like, are you thinking anything like that in the future? So um, we actually had a brick and mortar um, in August of 20, I don't even know what year it is anymore. I think it was like 2019 yeah, or 20. So. Yes. Like, yes. I didn't see any more about that. So I was. Yes. Sure. <laughs> so we were, we did that for about six months and I realized that the public is not a place where I want to be. Um, I'm not good with uh, like talking to people in public. Um, you know, I feel like my place is kind of on the internet. Um, and it's not like, a, you know, I'm a whole different person on the internet. It's just kind of easier to, uh, you know, tell you who you are in a, like in a silent room and, you know, and just you, you and yourself and I, and it's like, I just didn't really love the personal aspect to it. Um, I wish I did. And it also took a lot away from, me running the honeybee shop online and I had to make a decision like are you wanting to do this brick and mortar where we offered a lot more than just stationary it was more of a lifestyle kind of boutique style um thing where we did embroidery on you know um handbags shirts I did screen printing I did this and that I was stretched so thin and I was like you got to make a decision is it going to be the brick and mortar or is it going to be your online business because you can't do both and in I believe it was January 2020 we decided to close down the brick and mortar but that gave me the leap to get my business out of my home and that has been the coolest thing ever to have a like a designated space a studio to run my business out of and in November of this previous year we outgrew the space there and we now have moved into a warehouse and we're actually looking to possibly expanding again because we our unit we can actually keep expanding it and that has just been an amazing feeling as well to know that like you went from your parents basement to like renting houses to run your business out of because me and Chris uh moved into like a four-bedroom house and we didn't need that space my business needed that space and then you know moving to having my business in my garage and then we had that studio and now we have the warehouse it's been just an amazing journey to do that so long story short about the back and mortar in the future <laughs> um I really just I really really like where we're going um on our path right now is just continuing our stationary continuing our lifestyle line and um doing big things with the babe box we're we have just recently picked up some wholesalers which is something I never imagined doing and I would love to be in you know big box stores or something like that um I know a lot of these planner companies have had the coolest opportunities being in Michael's and I know Wonton in the Million just got announced and she's in Macy's and like how freaking rad is that like whoever thought in 2015 that we would have us us little planner community being in these big stores so I think that's definitely a goal of ours is to try to get picked up by either brands online or brands in store um and just keep doing what we love every day that's really the goal just keep doing what we love making sure my lights stay on and that's all that matters to me <laughs> Wow, what a journey. Thank you for sharing all that. I knew you had a brick and mortar, but I, I thought you still had it for some reason. But. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Mom was great at it. My mother is the most outgoing person I've ever met. I did not get the 
that skipped right over me into my sister. Um, I'm an, like an extroverted introvert. Like I'm very extroverted online. When I go to planner conferences and stuff, I'm like, that's my element. You know what I mean? But when yeah. it came to the average Joe person just walking in, I was just like, uh, I have nothing to talk to you about. <laughs> like, and not in a mean way, but like, you don't know anything about planners. You're here for a t-shirt. <laughs> like, <laughs> or like, I, it was just really hard for me. And, you know, mom held that down for a while, but once it was like, Hey, Shannon, I need you to do this, or I need you to do this. It's like, I was stretched so thin with the brick and mortar and it was a lovely opportunity. I'm so blessed that I realized that wasn't for me. And so blessed that my business allowed me to even say that I did it um, because it was a huge goal. It was a huge goal in my head in the beginning and going through it and realizing it wasn't for me was still an accomplishment. I never, ever, ever thought of the brick and mortar as a failure. I thought it as kind of like a practice trial. Like you were like, you were trying something out. You had the funds to do so because of the success, which is absolutely like a blessing to be able to even attempt that. And then you realized you didn't like it. And then you just have the studio space now. <laughs> so it was an absolute blessing. Um, just wasn't, it wasn't my, it wasn't my thing. <laughs> love that. I feel like there's so much to learn from you because you've what I love with you and your story and your journey is just how fearless you were, um, still are, to do all the things that you want to do. Like, you know what? I'm going to try this. This is a goal. I'm going to try it. And if it fails, in quote, fails, you know, it's not failure. You learned from it and right. you moved on from it. And it's, I, I love that because I feel like a lot of people have this fear of, well, what if this doesn't work out, you know, or what, you know, but I really want to do it. And you're the example of like, well, you did your what if it doesn't work out, you, mm-hmm. you did it all. And I, I, lo- I love that you're just going at it. So you, like, you don't have any regrets. That's what I, I, I'm hearing and seeing mm-hmm. from you. And I love that not a lot of people have the guts to even open a shop online or, you know, try to have a brick and mortar, like you just, you know, or even hire family to some people that's even scary to do. Right. You know, you don't, you hear the, you don't want to mix business with personal and Mm -hmm. you've made it your own. And I, I just love that. Thank you. Thank you. I I have been definitely known to be a risk taker. (laughs) I I live on the saying life's too short. And I, I always tell myself when I hit my head hits that pillow at night, it's just me and whatever I decide to do is what it's going to be. And if I never try, I never know. And I mean, money, I also think of money as like, it's, I can't take it with me. So it's like, why not? I invested in myself when it came to my business and doing the brick and mortar. And it's like, um, my parents have filed bankruptcy. I'm sure they don't want me like killing all their business, but like money is just like, if it happens, it happens. If I fail, I fail and I get right back up and try again. But I, I, it's not that I have no fear. It's just, I don't allow fear to get in my way. Um, and I, I really try to think about that a lot when I'm making these decisions. And I mean, even my business personally, like I've bought products that cost me way so much money to invest in. And then they were just like, uh, nobody wants these, like nobody wants to buy these. I've had that happen to me before, especially if I buy too many of something. Um, cause it's hard being a product-based business and finding that sweet spot on 
how many people are coming up and buying X amount of items of what this product is. And it happens, it happens and you learn from that. And honestly, running a business in the planner community is a huge learning process. Um, you're going to get knocked down and you just have to keep picking yourself back up, figuring out what's works. And if it doesn't work, try a different method or don't ever do it again. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, we're going to, we're going to just say right now, we have to have you back again later on to talk. Absolutely. About absolutely. No, I am absolutely honored to be here today. And just, I mean, I, ve- I, I feel like this was when you came to my DMS, I was like, chef's kiss. This is perfect. This is what I'm here about. Like I could sit and talk for hours just about, you know, we talked about community, about taking risks, about everything that I feel like my being is showing up and being yourself and kind of, you know, cutting the bull crap and life short. And I mean, I really could, and planners, fountain pens, gaming. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. There's still so much we have to talk about. So we're definitely going to be in your DMs. Oh, I'm, I'm so honored. I, it has been an absolute pleasure to chat with you ladies. And I'm again, thrilled to be here. Yes. Well, we wish you nothing but the best. I know you're, you're going to be destined for even bigger and greater things, um, but we wish you the best and you guys go check her out. Um, where can they find you? I know we mentioned a little bit earlier, but like, where can everyone find you? Um, so I am of course on Instagram and that's just at the honey bee shop. And to make it clear, it is not B E E it's B the letter B the honey letter B shop. <laughs> I know a lot of people are like, I typed in the honey bee shop and nothing came up. And I'm like, I bet you typed two E's, didn't you? So yes, the honey bee shop. And then of course our website is just the where you can shop all of our stationery. Um, I talked about the babe box a lot. We actually um, release our babe box extras online, but you don't want to buy those because you want to sign up for the babe box. Um, unless you want some extras or anything, but our babe box starts at $30 a month cancel and skip any time. I'm not going to make this a whole ad, but, um, you know, I feel like it's a little gift for me to you each month. And you can find that at www.thbsbabebox.com. Hey, well, thanks again for being here. <laughs> Pleasure talking to you. Oh, thank y'all so, so much.